Welcome to the Andy Griffin Show, the number one talk show in St. George, starring Andy Griffin. Morning, everybody. It's 10 minutes after 9 a.m. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's always good to be here, even when it's a little gloomy outside. And we've got a couple of special guests in studio today. Uh, Commissioner Vic Iverson. Is good morning, Andy. It's good How to be you? here. Yeah, I love your studio because even with the rain, you have... You it's have beautiful. the best seat in the house. It as is far beautiful. As yeah. And Susie Lapa L.A. Lapa L.A. Yes. Did I say it right? Hello, Andy. Yes. I, I, I hesitate. I was I was not confident in that pronunciation. Well, just pronounce all the vowels in your set. Susie, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for Thank coming you. in today. I didn't know you were coming. I knew Vic was coming, but I didn't know you were going to join him. You make the studio much Surprise. brighter and more beautiful. And uh, uh, Vic's going to tell us a little bit about why you're here and what you do with the county now. Yeah, we're pretty excited to have Susie. A lot of people know Susie. She's worked with the chamber for about eight years, wasn't it? Uh, as event coordinator. and Twelve years. Almost any um, good activity um, that was happening in the community, you could find Susie there. She was um, always a... Uh, anxiously engaged in good works we had an opportunity to um hire Susie as our event coordinator um did you county. scoop her up we did oh. we did um in fact uh, we had a, a gala the closing year gala for the chamber this last saturday and uh they um they mourn the you know i it was kind of an odd thing because we were celebrating all of Susie's great work at the chamber but yet at the same time i felt a little bit uh guilty because she's coming to work for the county but basically what she's going to be doing is running our county fair and also something that we're going to talk a little bit about today is is a festival that we are doing in conjunction with the dixie junior livestock show in april which is called ag fest and it's really um an opportunity for us to celebrate our heritage here in this county to celebrate agriculture to kind of introduce it to to the next generation so many people um are growing up with only going to the store for their groceries and not really understanding where they come from, the food and fiber. And so this Ag Festival will be something special that the county is going to be doing in conjunction with the Dixie Junior Livestock Show. And Susie is the perfect person to be handling both the county fair and the Ag Fest as well as other great events that we're going to be doing at, the, at our Legacy Park. Ag Fest. Now, when is that again? April 23rd through the 25th. Okay. And it's going to be out? At Legacy there. Park, yes, like okay. like the commissioner said, in conjunction with the livestock show, which also known which as is Purgatory, right? Legacy Park, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're trying to change the name. Is that what's going on? Yes, yes. yeah. It's, it's the it used to be the regional park uh, fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. Legacy is the the name that we've been that we've used for the last few years, and it's just um, yeah. Not that far of a drive. I think a lot of us old-timers have to die before we'll stop calling it purgatory yes, because it's, yeah. Yeah, that's where it is. I mean, that's what we've known it as ever since I've been here, well, 20, 26 years. I do have to admit, last county fair, we had uh, some people coming in. In fact, it was the people that were doing our um, our demolition derby, and, and they were just commenting. They said, you know, we go all around the state doing this event, and uh, you guys have one of the most beautiful fairgrounds True. we've ever seen. And, and all of a sudden, I, I stopped, and I looked around, and I said, you know, it is pretty out here, even though we call it purgatory. And the reason that comes back to our heritage, right, it was so difficult with those bad soils and, and mm-hmm. whatnot for the people to farm out there that 
they just ended up calling it purgatory because that's what they felt like they were enduring as they tried to homestead in those early days. So. But there are nights when I leave the office and you can look and see Zion National Park and it's just stunning. So mm. breathtaking that we as locals maybe sometimes take for granted that view that I can just walk out into the parking lot and I'm, oh, look, look at how beautiful and the sun's setting. It's just, uh, purgatory doesn't even enter my mind when you can see a, a sunset like that uh, against Zion. I, I lived in Hurricane when I first moved to southern Utah and worked here in St. George. And so my drive every afternoon and evening was, was back to Hurricane and just looking, like you said, looking at Zion National Park and just the incredible views. And uh, I, honestly, I would sit there thinking, you know, there's people that live in a big city that have never, ever even seen this in person. And I get to see it every single day. It's pretty lucky. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a great event, and I'll let Susie speak to a little bit to the details. But in conjunction with, uh, with the Dixie Junior Livestock Show, and there's probably a lot of your re- listeners who are participants or have grandchildren or children that participate in it, that's a great event. And we want to kind of wrap around that event with even more celebration of agriculture, demonstrations, gardening. There's, there's quite a list that we're planning on uh, having there as, as a lot of education a lot of sharing of information, as, as well as music and celebration and food that you'd usually find at a great festival. Yeah, and we really, like the commissioner said, really want to wrap our, our arms around the livestock show. These kids raise these animals, steers and lambs and hogs, and they raise them and they take care of them for several months. Mm. And the culmination is this big livestock show that they have that many people in our community probably don't even know exists, that they can come on a Saturday morning and those animals then go to auction. You could bid on those animals, and you can see all the hard work that those kids have done, these students. Um, so really, like the commissioner said, we really just want to wrap our arms around it. We want to create this fun, family-friendly environment mm-hmm. to get people out here. Maybe um, some kids in the community have never seen animals up close, never seen a, a cow or a, a pig up close. Uh, maybe they didn't come to the fair, the petting zoo, <laughs> our free petting zoo. Um, but this will give them the opportunity to see those animals and see what other kids are doing. And maybe they will become interested in 4-H and FFA and will continue to um, promote those programs that sometimes we think are dying programs and dying arts in our schools. Um, we plan on having a Wild West kind of village. Um, nice. To tie into our legacy and history that we have here in Washington County, Um, hopefully we can get a blacksmith, um, a farrier, you know, some of those live demonstrations that we we really want to see with our livestock show um, and our Wild West show. We want to have, you know, a little sheriff's office. Maybe somebody will end up in jail. Mm. (laughs) You're talking about purgatory. I'm looking over here at at Vic and I'm thinking he'd make a good prisoner. (laughs) No, I was thinking about being the sheriff. The sheriff. You know, and then also we we plan on having a tractor pull Saturday morning. Wow. Um, Old school. Yeah. Yeah. And then antique tractors around the area. We formed a committee um, that is helping us to kind of bring everything together in regards with our historical, you know, what's happening, what's happened here in the past with our pioneers. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have help from the historical society, our schools and getting our our high schoolers and more of our kids involved, whether it's through woodworking or ceramics or some of those different um, arts that they can display at our oh, Ag cool. Fest. Yeah. So just kind of a little bit, a hodgepodge of kind of everything, um, educational displays, agricultural and historical displays, like I already mentioned. And you heard it here first. We just secured Wadi Mitchell 
um, cowboy poet extraordinaire. Nice. If you know who Wadi Mitchell is, he will be at our festival for two days. Um, he'll be here on the Friday and Saturday. So if that'll get you out to our agricultural festival, Wadi is an incredible poet, cowboy poet. Um, it'll be free. And that's the best thing about this agricultural festival. Everything, there's no admission fee. You just come out to Legacy Park. You can walk the grounds and the property from the Grafton building all the way down to our indoor arena to see what's happening with everything in between. So is it kind of almost a mini county fair? It kind of yeah. is. It, it really is, Andy. We were thinking about, I know that we do surveys of, uh, over the last couple of years, we've done a lot of surveys of people that have come out to the county fair. And, and of course, a lot of people are saying, hey, why do you have the county fair in August? And of course, there's a long tradition. And um, we, we debated among ourselves and, and talked a lot about, you know, what it meant to change the date of the county fair. And, and finally, we decided, you know, let's have a celebration in the spring. A celebration that really helps promote agriculture. And we already have this great event with the Dixie Junior Livestock Show. And their committee was really supportive of this idea that, hey, look, we'll do what we've been doing for 20-something years or more in this in the ag, in the junior dixie livestock show and you wrap around you the county wrap around this this celebration of agriculture and, and heritage and let's celebrate together so in a lot of ways the, the way we joke around we we're going to start summer with <laughs> with a great celebration and we're going to end summer with a great That's celebration right. and there's it, this kind of applies to to people in a different way you know we're a fast growing community i know there's a lot of your listeners who have lived here maybe they've lived here like like, I've lived here all my life. Susie's been here all her life. But maybe they just moved in or they've been here 10 or so years. And they, they start to question, are we going to lose kind of our who we are, our yeah, identity? Yeah. And I, I think these festivals, these community festivals are very important to kind of continue to bring us together and continue to keep the community united and celebrating and, and also educating the next generation. And not only the next generation, but maybe you're a senior and you want to learn how to best garden your property. Um, we'll have demonstrations and presentations from, you know, ask a gardener kind cool. of topics, um, everything from a lot of people now that live maybe out in Little Valley or er other areas have goats and chickens. So how do I raise a goat or a chicken in my backyard? We'll have some of that. Those topics will be available um, for demonstration and presentations. So it's not just our younger generation, but maybe our older population or millennials or whatever generation you you fit in whatever slot um because we think that that's important dutch oven cooking mm -hmm. maybe you want to learn how to cook dutch oven style so that'll be available so we have all sorts of different presentations and demonstrations that we hope will fit kind of a variety and a different group of people that you can come out to the ag fest again it's all free that's uh, late april april, april, 23rd, april 23rd through 25th mm -hmm. correct yep. And it's a new event, and, uh, you know, it, it's, I, I think it's kind of innovative because you can't really move the fair. We, we, I mean, you talked about it, but honestly, it, it, the fair celebrates the harvest. Mm -hmm. And the harvest doesn't happen in May or April. You know, the harvest happens in August and September. And so, so yeah, to, to try to move the fair, I think, was, it was a losing folly, I mm -hmm. think, even, even though you're fighting the elements. But to, so, so instead of moving, you have a mini fair, a different thing. I like it. Yeah, and we're going to add as much air conditioning as we can for the fair. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> make it. Make it as enjoyable as possible for people when they go out. We had really good weather this last really year, though. Yep. I mean, it was barely over the 100-degree mark. Oh, that's yeah. all. Which, yeah. yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. 
But there's there's a lot more to moving the fair than just the date. There's mm-hmm. a lot of logistics um, and routing in regards to a carnival and other things. And mm. when you add all of those other logistics in, we thought, well, maybe we won't move it. Yep. <laughs> so can we explore a little bit about uh, Susie here and, and what made you decide to change jobs? What was the... I mean, you obviously twelve years, right? With the chamber, yeah. you were obviously pretty happy and pretty comfortable with your job. It, was it scary to make a move? It was terrifying. Was yes. it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the county had posted this position in October, and I thought, do I really want to leave the chamber? I'd never thought about leaving the chamber. You know, I I just I felt I was doing a good job yeah. at the chamber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, That's why everybody knows you. Yes, Susie. and so I thought, well, you know what? Let's let's take a chance. This year has been a year of risk for me and challenges and opportunities. Wow. Um, I I spent six months doing a show out at Tuacon, so I I've kind of made it my you were an actress my in a goal. Show? I I was really yes. So I kind of made it my goal this last year, 2019, to grow and look for opportunities to grow. Tuacon was one of those. The county fair was another one. When the chamber took over the county fair, and I thought, well, I already did the fair once. I mean. If you've done it once, you can do it again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I thought, you know what? Let's let's apply for this job, and I did. I went through the process, and the county, the selection committee, was was very kind to to offer me a position, and it's a new position, which is exciting because there's so much happening out at Legacy Park, so much potential for events. Um, we're kind of still creating a master plan out hmm. there. My position falls under the Greater Zion office okay so kevin lewis is yes, your boss yep okay and the commissioners are my boss too so it um it's exciting it's exciting to be part of something that is growing is that yeah. a venue out there at legacy park not purgatory uh where there, there can be concerts and oh, things yes. like that uh, maybe mm-hmm. get some country singers in here and yes i actually just had a meeting couple wolf last friday with a group that wants to bring out concerts. We have mm. a, that huge arena outside, the outdoor arena. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We used it for the county fair to hold a couple of concerts. It can hold up to 4,500 people, maybe even more if you put people on the floor. Um, or if the weather is bad, we can go inside our indoor arena that can hold almost 2,000 people. So the opportunities are endless for not only concerts but other events out mm. there. Let's get Alabama here. That'd be cool. Oh, it's been a while since we've been to St. George. I'll give Randy Owen a call. Hey, Randy, come on. Let's let's get over here. Are they still touring? We should if they are. Fun fact is Alabama was Susie's first concert. Really? Back in? 96. 96. 97 when when they were here and they performed at the Burns Arena. That's I a caught, long time ago. I caught Alabama. I was there. <laughs> that was my first I was there. I was there. I love Alabama. Yeah. yeah. I we, caught, we'll look into it. Yeah. Maybe we can get them. I caught Alabama in 1984 at the Salt Palace. Yeah. Yeah, that's how old I am. But uh, that was time a lot of concerts. Night Ranger, Van Halen, ACDC. Good stuff. Wow. Good music. My kids yeah. are all going back and starting to listen to all that. All so those classics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I was, I was talking, talking to my brother about that. This is totally off topic, but I was talking to my brother about that. And he says, you know, when we were listening to that music in the late 70s and early 80s, we thought, this is great music. But our kids, when we get old, they're going to be like, oh, that's old, funny, daddy stuff. My kids love 80s yep. music. They yeah. absolutely love it. And you hear it playing in all the arenas and, you know, for, for sporting events and things. So uh, the 80s will never die. Timeless. Yep. Timeless. Yeah. <laughs> so true. We're talking with Vic Iverson, County Commissioner, and Susan Lafayette, L.A. Now, Susie, 
I forgot what I was going to ask you. How how long? It's been a few months now that you've been on the job? Three weeks. Oh, that's it? No, <laughs> I didn't realize. Holy smokes. Wow, you Three are weeks. brand I am, new. I am brand new. So if you want to come visit me, my office is out at Legacy Park. Uh, it's a little quiet. You can... Are you out there by yourself? Kind of. Well, Ginger, Ginger Hall is, is also there at Legacy Park. She works in the Harmony building. Okay. So if I get my steps in, I can walk over to the next building and talk to Ginger and walk back to my building. I'm in the Grafton building. Well, for any of your listeners who are maybe not familiar with the new buildings that we built about two, three years ago, the Grafton building, but we also put um, our extension office out there. So all of your yeah. 4-H extension officers, they have a great office building there that's right next to the it's actually attached to the grafton building which is our new exhibit hall and so go ahead and head out there we have a brand new sign right Mm -hmm. there on sr9 that's big electronic sign you can't miss it you cannot miss it anymore and so uh go on out and and if you have any kids that want to get involved in 4-h That'd be a great place to get them familiar with. So. And we all have to go out there once a year or so anyway with the, the driver's license division and the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. In fact, yep. I just went and registered a vehicle there. Yeah. So I yeah. get out your way. I didn't know you were there by yourself. I am, yeah. Well, like like Commissioner said, I, the extension office is there. Um, my, they're going to be my saving grace because I have two plants in my office. And <laughs> if I don't keep them alive, I can walk two doors down and there's a horticulturist. Oh, <laughs> nice. So nice. he's going he's gonna to help me keep those plants alive in my office. <laughs> if you want to give us a call, 673-5890, we've got to get a weather break in here. We'd love to hear from you, whether you want to talk uh, with uh, about county issues or about the new Ag Fest in, in April or the county fair or whatever else might be on your mind. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. I'm with uh, Andy Griffin. I'm with uh, Susie and with Vic. We'll be right back. This is the Andy Griffin Show. Thanks again for tuning in today. I'm Andy Griffin, and I have Susie and Vic in here, Vic's County Commissioner. Uh, how you been, Vic? Everything's good? Great, great. A lot of exciting things happening in the county. And as you, your listeners probably are aware, we do this show on our second um, commission meeting of the month. And so mm-hmm. today at 4 o'clock, we're going to have our commission meeting, and uh, there's some exciting things starting this year. Um, we've been talking for... A number of years about the need for a new county administration building. Um, I believe on our agenda the, today is um, we're going to be uh, voting on approving the, the contractor and the, the architect team. Uh, we've had some great teams submit to, to apply for that. That'll go through a year of, of planning and design, and then we'll break mm-hmm. ground, and it'll it'll be about another year and a half of construction. Um, it's going to be right on the corner of 100 and uh, Tabernacles, so kind of right next to where we're at. Okay. Uh, the HCP building, if anybody drives down Tabernacle and sees the, the building with the big tortoise, and then there's also a small um, commercial building there that... Um, uh, We'll have to take both those buildings down, and mm-hmm. that'll where the new administration building will be. Um, the great thing about we just need to condense. We have our departments kind of scattered. So right now, uh, elderly people or whatnot, they'll come in in the summer, and they'll need to talk to somebody at the assessor's office or recorder's office. You know, they'll come into the old administration building. We have to send them across the parking lot to go find it, up three flights of stairs and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So. That's exciting. Uh, we're doing that. Um, another kind of exciting thing that's on our agenda is uh, there's been a lot of discussion with our Greater Zion Tourism Office um, about the stadium, about um, as we go to this, uh, what is it, uh, Division One. 
Yeah, and, he would. And, and uh, trying to, uh, you know, brand that stadium. And there's some opportunities for for some marketing, tourism marketing dollars to go into the branding of of, uh, of the stadium. And so we're going to be considering that as well. So that's going to be kind of exciting. So. Now, you need to be a little more specific because you're, you're talking around circles on this. Does that mean that you're going to sell the name of the stadium to a big corporation? Or I, I don't understand. It, it means that what we'll be voting on is um, – the proposal that it will be the Greater Zion Stadium. Oh, Hanson Stadium will go to Greater Zion if if um, if we approve that. And that would be really cool. And then um, that would allow the county. The county would obviously provide marketing dollars that would allow um, allow the the university to go ahead with some of the expansions that they desperately need. So, so that's kind of a that's something that we'll be considering today. So. Greater Zion Stadium it has a nice ring to it. I it, like does. It. it does. It does. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll allow the university. And the reason people need to know that we do that is that you have to remember we have the, the Huntsman Senior Games. You know, we have a lot of great events. Mm-hmm. And these are marketing dollars that are really, when people come and visit our area, whether it's um, they stay in, in a, a hotel or whatnot, they pay a, a, a tax on that. And that mm-hmm. tax is to go back to marketing. So. So it allows, you know, there's justification for it. It's not property tax or any of our general fund money, but it does allow um, something special to happen in our community. It seems like I heard someone, uh, one of the bigwigs, called an occupancy fee or something like that. Some kind of the, well, you, they call it TRT, transient room tax. Is probably room, what they call TRT. It. Yep, All right. Yep. So. There you go. Well, the, yeah. So uh, it used to be Hanson Stadium. It's lately in the last couple of years since the expansion, they've called it Trailblazer Stadium. Yeah, and, I think I think they did originally have a, a brand on it, wasn't it? Legend Solar. Yeah, then, that, yeah, that didn't work. That out. didn't last uh, yeah. too long because Legend Solar is so much change involved in the solar industry that that company wasn't able to to keep that brand commitment. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, that's another thing we'll be considering today. So. Nice. So, uh, naming of the stadium that, that sounds like that sounds like something that uh, could help out a lot with tourism because you have. I mean, when it was Hanson Stadium, nobody knew what it was, yep, right? Yep. And, and and you know they they honored the late Hanson family, mm-hmm. uh, but and and then Trailblazer Stadium. Well, that's nice, but but you you, know, you almost feel like well, there needed to be something more. Uh, Greater Zion is a great way to promote where we live and, and who we are. And Kevin Lewis comes in once a month as well and talks about yep. the, that brand and, and uh, how the process of them getting Greater Zion and, and calling it that. Uh, so I like it. I like yeah. it, Vic. Yeah. And, and as uh, the sport teams go out and uh, the university teams play, it, it'll allow advertising for the Greater Zion area to be awesome. part of their sporting events. So. If you want to call, by the way, and talk with uh, with Vic or with Susie or with me at 673-5890, you guys brave enough to take a call now? Absolutely. All right, let's do a caller. You're on with Andy and Vic and Susie. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, I've got a question about the Junior Lifestock Show. Children participated. Um, I have a home backside of the field. I want to know where I can get the information to see. I'm raising grandchildren now to see if I can um, still use my property to raise a hog for my grandson. I know I'm pretty much surrounded by, um, you know, homes now, but I still have my acre ag one. So am I still legal or where can I get this information to do to figure out if I am? Well, I'm going to, as the county, I probably don't do um, zoning in your in your community. Are you in St. George or, or Washington or where are you at? I'm in St. George. Mm-hmm. But, but being ag one, uh, one hog, I'm sure you'll be able to do it. 
And, um, okay. But, and, I mean, yeah, we only, you only have them for four months, you know, four, maybe five yep, months during right. the winter, yeah. Yeah. But I just, um, where would I go to get him signed up? I know this has all changed. So call the extension office. Okay. Their phone number, if you can write it down. Yep, is go for 435-634-2600. And you're going to ask for Ben Scow. Okay. And is their office out on the Washington County Fairgrounds out there where they do the the show? Correct. Yep. So when you're going out past the DMV, take that road. It's the first building you come to on the left, and you you can't miss it. It says Utah State University Extension Office. Yeah, I won't do it this year, but um, definitely want to get it because he'll be eight and next month <laughs> perfect i believe that they have registrations opens in in october okay so so you'll have plenty of time to get them registered for that for hey, next year yeah, that's what i wanted to know whether i was still legal to have an animal out there yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you for the call appreciate it thank, thank you, you and good luck okay. yeah thank you <laughs> I, I had a friend that raised a couple of hogs uh and you know eventually the goal is you're going to have them big enough and you're going to slaughter them use them for food and uh he said he said he had to name him some, something he didn't like because he, he didn't yeah. want to grow to it. So he named him Bill and Hillary. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's what he named his hogs. Well, for a nice Republican county like ours, yes, I, that's probably, probably. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you, anything else on the agenda tonight that that uh, you were worried about? I mean, we I, they had the planning and zoning meeting. This is not county, but it was city for when and when they're talking about putting those apartments in at Sun River. And it was a full house. Do you yeah. anticipate any controversy tonight? Well, you know, planning and zoning is always probably the most controversial issue in local government. And we've mm-hmm. had we've had a few um, kind of controversial issues uh, lately. I really appreciate. The citizens that we have working on our planning commission, as, as proposals come in, there's always this this vibrant debate. But the county doesn't necessarily have as much of that because most of the development and density is happening inside our in incorporated yeah. areas. So, so we we don't see as much of that, but we have. I think it was the last meeting in in December we had a packed house like that, and uh, it was actually when we were honoring Pam. Uh, leaving the chamber, and we said, "Look, all these people have come to see you, and it was just completely <laughs> a madhouse." But really, they were there. To and then talk. she couldn't escape. <laughs> couldn't escape. It's hard to get up, but they were there to talk about a zoning proposal in, in New Harmony, Harmony. Off of one of the exits. So, um, oh, that's right. They were going to let that develop commercially, but it got it got voted down, didn't it? Yeah, in in our deliberation, and and it was a tough deliberation. We just, I just felt in in voting. Um, voting against it is that the infrastructure just wasn't there for to support it i mean we have fire issues and water issues up there i think eventually they'll be commercial up on that zone but i just don't think the time is now and and um so that was one of the reasons and this I was voted this was it. exit 40 right right yeah right there by Colob fingers yeah re- exactly right across from from the park entrance there my, my parents lived in new harmony so i'm really familiar with the exactly. exit 42 yeah. which is the next one up and yeah. uh, and and just even that gas station being built there was like a little controversial. Yeah, and and even the gas station has kind of struggled in its own viability, and so it was it was, it was a tough one. I was I deliberated back and forth and on that one. It's it's a land use is always tough. I will say this. I mean, there's been a lot of discussion of, on the radio. People talking about taxation um, mm-hmm. this year. Uh, Utah County had to raise their property tax for their general fund, and 
And now Washington County is the lowest um, general fund tax rate in the state. I think uh, we're very proud of that, that we've fought very hard to be frugal in this county and to, to run our budgets appropriately. Um, even with this building coming up, we've been able to put enough in our in our capital improvements that um, we're not even we believe that we might not even have to bond at all for it. So, so I, we Very continue cool. to try to be as disciplined as we can with taxpayer money. If you don't mind me asking, Vic, today is the deadline for them to put that the, the tax reform thing on the ballot and have it uh, have a referendum. Uh, it looks like I think they're going to make it. They yeah. have to have 116,000 signatures by five o'clock today. Uh, I'm looking for kind of a fresh take on this uh, this tax reform thing. What, what what are you feeling as a politician as you look at that? And obviously, you have no bearing, no exactly. vote or anything like that. But what, what what are you feeling in the gut on that thing? Well, I've been in a fair amount of meetings early on up at the legislature, and I I know what their what their rationale was behind it mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that i you know we were in this large meeting with the speaker and and i basically asked him i said the last time utah did a, a tax reform it took three years to deliberate it this seems a little bit a little bit Rush. pushed yeah and they just you know he made his, his rationale for it um i i tend and i'm i'm going out on a limb here andy and i'm just telling okay. the listeners my 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 private feelings is that I think we have an allocation problem when revenue comes as well. What that means is that by the Constitution, all of the income tax has to go to education. Right. What that means is sometimes education might be properly funded one year, and you might have a massive need in transportation. It doesn't allow the legislative body to move that around. Hmm. Um, there's other monies like that that are kind of siloed. I, I think that creates some of the challenges. Um, I do recognize what some of the economists were arguing to the legislature is, hey, look, people are spending money much differently than they used to. And so the old way of, of um, collecting revenue to, to fund certain programs is, is not adequate anymore. But I don't think that we were at a crisis point to reach it. Mm-hmm. However, in defense of our, of our local lawmakers who were a part of that deliberation, um, there is a lot of tax cuts involved as well as tax adjustments. So in, in, their, in their argument, if, if we had one of our representatives here, they would say, look, there's no tax increase here. There's just a tax you know, moving it around. So I, I have to admit that I have, um, I'm glad that I haven't been a, have to have been a part of that discussion. But There's definitely some controversy. And I think that the thing about it is the very first bill that came out, I think it was 441, was was so far-reaching that I think uh, everyone was like, whoa, hold on a minute. Hold on, yep. And they had their little special session, and they tried their committee, and they tried to push it through. And and, and the one that has been passed and has been signed by the governor will be law in like another 35 days or something is much better than the original. Much, much better. But still, I'm looking at it, I'm going, all right. Should all these things be lumped together in this one reform bill? And, and that, that's been my problem with it all along is you've got all these different things, different elements, and they threw them all together in this one reform. And I don't know that all of them needed to be reformed. Yep. If I'm going to play, uh, what is it, armchair quarterback yeah, again, do it. again on the hut, state hut. legislature. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, I would have gotten a second opinion. I, I know that uh, you have basically the governor's office of, of budget and management, management and budget. And and they they're working really hard, but I would have gone out and secured a second opinion. I, f- I feel some of the 
advice that the legislature was getting was coming out of a silo. And that's just my personal opinion, mm-hmm. kind of knowing some of the personalities involved there. I would have definitely taken some more time to deliberate. It doesn't mean that they made the, the wrong decision. It just means that um, on something so controversial and wide impacting, they, um, it's always good to take a little more time. So. Yeah, I've had people call me at home and say, uh, hey, can you explain this to me? And I'm like, well, I can explain what I know, but I don't know at all. And I yeah. mean, the, the, the actual bill is pretty thick. Yeah, there's quite a controversy over food tax, and one thing right. that I would throw out there is a lot of people that are in poverty are, are receiving some sort of you know food stamps, and so food tax doesn't necessarily impact them. And what that means is a lot of the people um, who are coming to our area and visiting, like in, in our county, we have 6 million people a year that come through here. That means that they're not contributing at all right. when they buy food here. And so it's really kind of negatively impacting the very the wrong people it's it's the the middle class because what what you're doing is spreading that out in other words if if you cut all of your sales tax off of food then you immediately have to kind of disperse that into other areas and okay. and it means that other people are paying taxes for all the people that visit our area so the uh, by the way the the petition is still going through five o'clock today. A couple of if you're if you're against this bill, if you want to see a tax referendum on the ballot in the fall, uh, you need to get get down there. So I, I think Harmons is the only place I'm sure of that has has uh, locations right now to sign. And uh, I think that's both Harmons here in St. George. We've got to get another commercial break in. Susie's been really quiet. We're gonna light we're gonna light her up next okay. next break. <laughs> do want to thank, again, a local loan consultant by the name of Joe Shoney. Now, Joe has been serving Southern Utah for more than 25 years. And, you know, he says, all right, go out and review me. Well, you have your experience, and then you go out onto the website, and you tell me what you think. And the website is socialsurvey.me or .me. And uh, Joe averages 4.91 out of five stars. That's with 298 reviews in now, including these uh, latest ones. Uh, here's one from Catherine. She said, Joe and his team were all professional, efficient, and friendly through the entire process every member of his team was entirely knowledgeable and eased my anxieties with quick responses to any questions i had five stars another five star is kim said joe stayed in communication and kept us advised at all times throughout the process his professionalism and positive attitude made our transaction smooth you owe it to yourself to give joe shoney a call phone number is 435-590-6300 or you can email him joe.shoney at nafinc.com Welcome back to the program. This is the Andy Griffin Show. It's 9.50. Time for you to give me a call if you want to be on the program. I've got uh, Vic Iverson, county commissioner in the house, and Susie Lafayette. Susie is the events... Is that what we're calling it? Event, events coordinator. Events coordinator for yeah. Washington County. So uh, thank you, uh, Susie, for yes, coming in today. Thanks for having me. And always good to see Vic. I, I become the second best-looking guy in the room when Vic's here. So. <laughs> No, no, no. It's always great to be here on the show, and I especially appreciate all your listeners. We're excited about Susie and the energy she brings. Um, Like I mentioned when we first started out the show, we felt just a little bit guilty about the fact that we took her from the St. George Area Chamber of Commerce, but we know that she's going to do great things. A lot, of, a lot of fun stuff happening out at, at Legacy Park and with the fair. We've already started. We have a meeting next week with our fair board mm-hmm. to get started on the on planning the fair. Happening in eight months, eight less than eight months. August, it goes fast, doesn't it? August yeah. 4th through the 8th is the date of the fair, 2020. We'll kick off with our parade like we did this last year, 2019. So put that on your calendar, August 4th through the 8th. 
And then we have this Ag Fest coming up. Um, that's what we're going to call it, Ag Fest right. of Washington County, and that's coming up uh, in April. April twenty third through twenty fifth. Awesome. Yeah. Plus, we also are planning some other events happening out at at Legacy Park to to draw our community to the area, um, not Purgatory, but not to purgatory. Legacy Legacy yeah. Park. Um, there's been talk about having a um, farmers market. There's there's really nothing out on the east side of of the county for something like that. So, hoping to institute a farmers market and some community dances. Well, um, if you could get that farmers market big enough, I think people yeah. would drive out there from St. George or even Santa Clara and, and go out and be a part of that. Because I've been I when when I lived out in New Jersey, they had something called the Berlin Berlin. They called it. It's actually spelled B E R L I N, like mm-hmm. like Germany, but they yeah. called it Berlin. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, but they had the Berlin Farmers Market, and it was huge. They had a huge warehouse, and there must have been two hundred booths of people selling things. And it was, obviously, it was you know farmers market type stuff like fresh fruit and vegetables, but also you know soda pop and trinkets and, yeah. and shirts and, and you know if, yeah if we could if we could make this get yeah. get some something behind this could be huge. And we, and we heard that Springdale wasn't doing a farmers market. This year, so there's there's a lot of really cool farms out on the east side of the county. There's Sterling Farms. There's, you know, Finney Farms, kind of mm-hmm. in between here and Cedar City. Um, there's a lot of potential for a really cool farmers market yeah, um, that you great. might not see at Ancestor Square or at Tuacon. So we're hoping to institute that in the next couple of weeks and and get some things going out there. Yeah, we're really excited about kind of this ag celebration um, of. About a year ago, two years ago, we started a committee in, in, on a county level to, to support the development of agriculture. We believe that even though, you know, a lot of our farmland is getting getting used up in houses, um, there's still a lot of opportunities to farm around the area. Something else that people might not be aware of is we have our, our shooting sports park, which if you just drive right past Legacy Park, you're going to end up there. Um, we have great shooting sports and shooting events going on out there with the different clubs and venues that work with the county on that range. Um, We're going to rebuild um, a major part of what's called the practical shooters range for a lot of the the people, listeners that might be involved with that sport or that club. Um, We're going to basically shift and and all of the berms and, and redo them because we've had some ricochets and some kind of safety concerns as as people always get concerned when when bullets come <laughs> yeah, over yeah. in their over yard. yard. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, we have that great big hill and and so most of the energy, I mean these are not necessarily live rounds but they they fall there and it is concerning. So we're going to go through the expense um of shifting the entire range, that particular range um away. And um in September they're going to be hosting the world um, championship for that sport wow. we hosted nationals this year and so that means you have i, I believe 800 shooters that come out during a, a week period people might not realize but you know the type of events that they're putting on at that shooting range are often equivalent to our iron man mm-hmm. and everybody kind of celebrates our iron man and, and knows how you know big of a deal that is but so anyway, that's something else the county's involved in this year, and things continue well, to go good. The many events that are out at Legacy Park, they just had the winter 4x4 Jeep Jamboree. Mm-hmm. O- over 1,100 Jeeps participated in this event over three days. Wow. Um, it was, the parking lot was full of really cool Jeeps that then went out on trails out in our desert and did a bunch of rock climbing. But think yeah. of all the economic impact that that, bring, that event brings into our community 
and that was three days. Yep. And, and our park, our Legacy Park volleyball tournaments, barrel racing, there's lots of events that are happening out there every weekend, and a lot of them are free. Yep. And, and you can see those events on our new electronic sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I mean, the Tri-State uh, ATV Jamboree, I believe, happens in, in early spring. Mm-hmm. A similar similar yeah. type of event where they have um, they sell out every year. I think they've kind of capped around seven or 800 um, participants because the rides just get so filled up. But yeah. there's a lot of great things happening and celebrations going on out there. Something for everyone. Let's and go. Susie's going to make it even better. We're even <laughs> we're, excited. Yeah. We're so. going to figure something out. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, caller, you're on with Annie, with Vic, and Susie. How are you today? You could call this show the beauty and the ugly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go along with that. <laughs> yes, yes. I Susie. got three items. I'll hang up and I'll take everything on the radio. Yeah. Number one. Where can you find a calendar of events, and are the shooting uh, elements on that calendar? Uh, number two, uh, Andy, what's the chances of having, say, President Williams on sometime or Dr. Jason Booth uh, and opening it up to uh, the airways? And I'll take uh, your replies uh, on the radio. Thank you. Okay, very good. Thank you, Fred. Hi, Fred. Yeah, we we know Fred. Fred's Fred's awesome. Love Fred. Uh, to answer the second question first, uh, Doctor Booth was on about uh, two months ago, and uh, oh, I have uh, offered to have him back anytime he wants to come on the show. I'd love to have him. I've not had Biff Williams on yet, President Williams, and uh, that's that's a goal of mine. Actually, when we get out there, maybe I'll give his office a call and see if we can get something arranged. Yeah, we ought to. He he would probably be willing to do that if he could find the he's a very busy man the right time slot well he is busy but i am amazed at all of the different things that he does end up showing up to so he's doing a great job down there as far as the events um we have several websites right Susie? We do, but in regards to Legacy Park, if you were to go to the Washington County website, which is washco.utah.gov, and if you click um, under Departments and you find Legacy Park, we have a calendar that's on the left-hand side. It says Calendar, and it'll pull up all of our events for Legacy Park. So any horse events, um, equestrian expos, event, you know, festivals, that's all on the, that Legacy Park website. And the Shooting Sports Park, we've been working on a website. I believe that there, there's one available that's been done by the, by the tourism office. Um, I know that if you Googled any of those. Um, the Greater uh, Zion Greater website. Greater Zion, you mm-hmm. should be able to pick those up. I'm going to double check and, and see where we are. Yeah, on I'm not sure in regards to the Shooting Sports <clears throat> Park. I do know like Dixie Desperados is doing a big event yep. the same weekend as AgFest. Um, you mentioned already the the big world competition. Yep. I think you have to individually go to those different group websites. I don't believe we have it under one big county website, but we can double check, Fred. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Let's let's take one more call before we end. Uh, yeah, caller, you're on with Andy, Susie, and Vic. How are you? Good morning, guys. Don from Santa Clara. Hey, I just want to congratulate the. Uh, <laughs> Long time no see, Victor. I just want to congratulate the county on such an amazing hire with Susie. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to work with her before. Thanks, and Don. What an amazing asset. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking forward to all the cool things she's going to do for the county and, and getting the sports park up and going and some other things. So, no, congratulations to the county and, and to Susie as well. But uh, I also look forward to in October is, is Red October for the shooting events. Where yes. everybody gets to bring their AKs out. And uh, you got people from around the world coming to this place. It's yep. not just locals. It's people from 
all over. You get people from Scandinavia, you get people from Australia, all to come out to, to do this great shooting event. And there's more of those things happening every year. And there's a lot happening out there that people just don't know about. So I'm really kind of enthused to hear about all the things that are coming up. Oh, thank you, Don. And and I totally agree with you. I felt like we uh, we drafted, you know, a top draft oh, pick. Oh, you guys <laughs> we, we, uh, I absolutely uh, was excited about the fact that that uh, Susie was interested and applied. And, and you're right. There's been a lot of discussion about the Second Amendment. And what a great way to celebrate the Second Amendment than to use it. So. Thanks, All right. Don. Susie, Vic, thanks for coming in today. Fantastic. So great to talk to you. Thanks, Thank Andy. You. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's 959 on News Radio 949 890 KDXU.